Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. Oh, wait, let me get my milk cap back on my milk bottle here. Oh, hey, everybody. I'm Michael. <laughs> and i'm andrew and i thought we were gonna have a technical difficulty for a minute um welcome to the toy rewind podcast this is episode 116 uh this is just a little podcast where the three of us like to get together chat about toys from our childhood the 70s the 80s and the 90s like kind of the 70s um well we talk about all kinds of stuff uh, we tell you about the history we tell you about how they were made how they were created and pop culture, all that good stuff. We give you all the information about it. Um, this week, we rewind back to where are we go. We go to the twenties, Michael. Uh, if we could, we'll start in the twenties. But we just this actually goes all the way to the seventeenth century, or has roots. Oh. Has roots in the seventeenth okay. century. Oh wow, uh, we're going we're we're going way back. Um, I know we're going to hit a lot in the nineties too, and we're talking about the nineteen nineties. Um, some people, some some people watching or listening to this may not know that the 1990s existed, much less anything before that. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit that back, was back in hard. the 20th century. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, we're talking about milk caps, are as they are more lovingly referred to as pogs. Unless you're from Hawaii, then you probably still refer to them as milk caps. Um, but that's okay because you live in Hawaii, so you can get a couple things wrong. That's good. Um, so before we could talk about. Uh, Pog milk caps. Uh, John, do your thing. Do my thing. All right. Check our websites over at toyrewindpodcast.com or crossthestreamsmedia.com. If you're on Cross the Streams Media, of course, leave us a voicemail. Click on the little uh, microphone down in the corner there and you can do that. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. If you want to play a little game while you're listening to us or watching us, uh, depending on how you're doing this, you can go to podcastbingo.com uh, backslash toy rewind and play a little bingo. Let us know what you get. Yeah, let us know what you get. Lots of fun. Um, those uh, voicemails, we'd love to play some here. So be sure to leave us a voicemail there and uh, over on, excuse me, crossstringsmedia.com. Uh, all right, well, then let's jump right into it, because apparently there's a much longer history than what I thought there was, uh, so glad I'm not doing it history It just has, here. yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, we'll get into it. Got ties. Oh, here's what I don't understand. Well, oh, we'll get into it. All right, you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's rewind. Right, let's rewind, let's get go. into it. All right, um. All right, so we're going to talk about pogs. So pogs is also known as milk caps. Um, it's, it's a game in which players place milk caps face down in a stack. The players then take turns slamming a heavier object onto, onto the stack, causing the stack to disperse, and any milk caps that flip face up, uh, that player keeps. Uh, once the stack is gone, the player with the most milk caps wins the game, uh, players can choose before the game to starts to either return the milk caps to the rightful owners or to play for keeps. And I'm sure a lot of people played for keeps instead. 
I mean, you just play for keeps. The only way to play. I thought that was the only way to play too. So yeah, you would you take turns slamming the the slammer on them, and you get get to keep what you most time keep what you what you because if 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 there's a certain pog you don't want to lose, you just don't play with that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so the game orient or say it again. The game originated in Hawaii during the 1920s and 30s. Um, it has ties to a game that was played as early as the 17th century in Japan called Minko. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. So if not, let me know if it's not right. So uh, so Minko uh, is a card game played by two or more players in which one player's card is placed on the ground and another player throws down their card trying to flip over the first card um, either with, the, with a gust of wind or by striking it and making it flip over, uh, that uh, player keeps both cards if it flips in, and then uh, the player with all the cards uh, or the most cards in the game wins. So it's basically the same. Uh, so that's how this has got uh, roots all the way back to the 17th century. So, uh, so how we got from the 17th century to to the 1920s and 30s, um, we had there was Japanese immigrants that immigrants that settled in Hawaii uh, in between that time. Um, so that's, that's how the game kind of made its way into, uh, into Hawaii coming this direction. So, uh, and then later the cards were replaced with uh, the cardboard caps uh, from, uh, from the top of milk bottles. Cause that's what they used to seal those, the milk bottles back in the, the twenties, thirties back then uh, there was no plastic back then. So that's what they used. Um, so that's because it was more readily available than that. Uh, so going back to the Menko cards, uh, pictures on these cards uh, reflected popular culture of, their, of the time. Um, earlier cards have images of like ninjas and samurais, uh, where newer cards, uh, if you go before World War II, had popular images of military type things like fighter planes and battleships. And then after the war, you had characters from like anime, uh, manga, and then as baseball came around a little bit more popular in, in Japan, um, you had baseball players as well on there, kind of like trading cards uh, do here. So, um, so that's that's how the pictures and stuff uh, came about on on those cards, and then it kind of reflected back over to the milk the, the milk uh, the milk tops there. Uh, milk caps. So, after new packaging made cardboard milk caps obsolete, uh, in the 1950s, um, dairy manufacturers would occasionally distribute uh, the caps as promotional items. Um, you know, they put some kind of logo or advertising on them and, and put it, in, and then people would just kind of collect that. Uh, so when, uh, and I may butcher this name because it's Hawaii, because from Hawaii and I'm from Texas, uh, when uh, <laughs> Hale Haleakula Haleakala Dairy, that's it, Haleakala Dairy, uh, when they used the, the milk caps to successfully promote uh, in 1971 introduction of their fruit drink called Pog, um, it led to a surge of similar promotions in milk cap collecting. Um, so this new fruit juice came out. Um, it was passion fruit, orange, and guava juice mixed together. 
Okay. And they just called it pod for short. Yeah. So it was just, just those, those tropical fruit juices all mixed together. Um, and then in 1991, um, Hala uh, expanded their, expanded to the more populated Oahu Island and led a revival of the game with, uh, it, it, which led to a revival of this game, uh, that they played back in the, the 20s and 30s. Um, uh, with the with the revival of the pog name beginning uh, name began used as a generic name uh, people began using pog as a generic name for this because that's what they used these milk caps for as advertisements for pog so it was just a uh, a generic name that they called the game uh, so in the 1990s uh, revival uh, is credited to uh, uh, a teacher called by name Blossom Galbiso, uh, who was an elementary teacher in Oahu. Uh, she introduced the game. She played it as a girl. So back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, uh, she, was, she was a girl. Uh, she played this game. Um, she, she taught it to her teachers as a way of teaching math as a nonviolent alternative to other popular school schoolyard games, such as dodgeball. Uh, I, I would prefer playing dodgeball, but, uh, <laughs> right. but it was a, a way to teach. She used it as a way of te to teach math, and then it was a game to uh, play with everybody without having to – as a nonviolent game. So, But I know people I know that got pretty violent on slamming down the slammers. So, I mean I, – Yeah, it got big enough where it got kind of carried away in certain things, yeah, so – <laughs> um, so the kids, like I said, the kids took to it um, as far as learning how to play it. And you had these these different pogs and then you could win them. It was kind of, to me, it's kind of like gambling. I know a lot of other people see it that way, too, because you get to keep, you play for keeps, you get to keep it. And it's kind of like a gambling rush because, oh, I won all this. I'm going to keep playing. And it just kept growing and growing. And yeah. then it started to it started to <clears throat> the game kind of spread to other kids in the school as well. <clears throat> and then by early 1992, uh, Stan Pack Incorporated, which was the Canadian packaging company that had been manufacturing these milk caps uh, that were distributed by by Halakalala uh, Dairy, uh, they were printing millions of milk caps milk caps every week for shipment to that dairy. So just just think how much how much extra juice and milk that dairy was was selling <laughs> that year. So right. uh, I mean, I mean, plus I mean they were you know it was I'm sure you got one or two probably with everything as every one bottle or something to, as a promotional piece. Um, so uh, see so the game ended up spilling over to the mainland. Uh, <clears throat> it started getting so big, so big. Everybody started playing it, and then people brought it back to, over to the mainland over here. Um, and it started popping up uh, first around California, um, and then Texas, Oregon, and Washington. Um, I don't know why they said Texas, but Oregon and Washington is along the, the west coast with California. But I guess there's a lot of people flying into Dallas, DFW, or Houston, or something like that from, from Hawaii. So um, Yeah. I mean, that, make, that makes sense but, to me. But once once those the, once those states 
got got into it. The, it started growing. It went across country, and then by 1993, it was worldwide. So this is a little game this lady <clears throat> introduced to these kids. She played it as a kid, and it was, you know, she learned it from her parents, uh, who learned it from their their you know ancestors all the way, and then from it, it incorporated from this uh, game from Japan and. It was just, uh, it's just something that just, just grew overnight uh, once she taught her kids how to play it. And um, it just blew up. You know, it's, you know we talked about uh, Beanie Babies, how it just blew up and it was a fad. Uh, now it's, I don't, it may have blown up about as big as these milk caps, these pogs were, uh, but, but at least, uh, Beanie Babies are still around a little bit now, so it's uh, it definitely lasted longer than these Pogs did. It, it hit a peak, and then it just did a nosedive all of a sudden. Uh, but with the popularity of these milk caps, the World Pog Federation uh, was formed, and the Canadian Games Company introduced the Pog name brand. Um, so... With the World Pog Federation and a Canadian games company came together and said, let's just make this, let's just make them uh, as a game and then just sell it as a game. So that's what they did. They even had a little spokesperson, looked like some little Captain Caveman type guy uh, was <laughs> their, their spokesperson. <clears throat> but, uh, but it was, uh, it was starting to get so big. So they, they just, they marketed it as Pog. Um, then after, you know, after a comic book and card industry convention in January 1993, there were seven other companies that uh, joined in producing these things at all, all these little milk cap shaped uh, discs. I mean, they were no longer milk caps anymore. They were just little discs and um, they were, I mean, they, they had them shaped like milk caps and everything, but um but there was more and more companies getting into it. And, and two of the bigger ones that were in on it were Skybox International, um, which I know as, as being a, a producer of sports cards, a lot of people do. Um, they were integrated with FLIR um, and stuff like that. And they, they made some called Skycaps. And then Marvel comic, comic, comic books got into it. Uh, and theirs were called Hero Caps. Um, if you know anything about Sky, Skybox, they were originally called, the company was originally called Imperial, I think is what it was. Um, they're the ones that made some of the first uh, Marvel Comics uh, card uh, playing cards, you know, like uh, uh, like baseball cards and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, But... Yeah, there's there's the yeah. It looks just this. Andrew's got a, if you're looking up on yeah, on is, YouTube, Andrew's got a picture of the Pog mascot there. Pog, his, his name so. is Pogman. Pogman, okay. So uh, it's pretty easy. Yeah, you know, he looks all similar to Captain Caveman. Slam that thing down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he doesn't knock it over with his foot so. first, <laughs> right? He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> hold it, it with like his toe here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Tom the, the term Pog was claimed as a trademark by the World Pog Federation, uh, but other companies claimed it was just a generic term. But you know, since all the kids 
uh, from Hawaii and stuff started calling it Pog after the juice, all this kind of stuff. Uh, so in 1994, there was a lawsuit that was settled between the World Pog uh, Federation and the U Universal Pog Association. So there was two different Pog groups there. Um, and then Pog was recognized as World Pogs uh, Federation exclusive term. And then Universal Pogs had to change their name to Universal Slammers. So, and then, yes, uh, <clears throat> because <clears throat> one other thing, you know, I think this kind of had to do with the decline of it, but uh, with uh, so many children and stuff playing this game, it was interfering with school. Uh, there was, you know, it originally started as a nonviolent game. Uh, I'm sure after you lost your favorite piece or whatever, you you got in a few fist fights at school and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of people, a lot of people deemed it as gambling, like what I said earlier. Uh, so uh, there was a lot of school districts and stuff like that across the the, the country kind of banned it uh, from from schools. So uh, so that's, I, know, I think that's one reason. Uh huh. I was gonna say I know Brownsboro and Chandler uh, banned it about halfway through 95. Okay. So yeah, it, it just, I mean, it, <laughs> I couldn't answer it that. was just, it was such a big, <laughs> it was such a big and thing Mike that, you know, just people went crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you would have, there was so many companies getting in on this. You could get it. I mean, they gave some away in, in McDonald's, uh, happy meals, uh, <laughs> I don't remember if we got into any of that with our Happy Meal episodes, if we got that far yet in any of them. But, far. you know, they were, they were, uh, it's almost time to do another one in it. Um, it's getting close. Anyway, back to Pogs. It, you know, they were giving those away in McDonald's Happy Meals. Uh, you get it. There was, there, I mean, it was a promotional piece for almost everything back in the early 90s, mid 90s. Um, I've got some that came in, uh, my packages of baseball cards that had, um, different team logos on them and, and stuff like that. Uh, you can get, um, uh, any kind of animated, uh, cartoon or anything was on it. Uh, and then you'd have slammers. Uh, the slammers were bigger and thicker and heavier. Most of them were made out of metal. Uh, that way you can hit it hard enough and, and fling it up when it hits, it bounces and bounces all the discs everywhere. Um, here's, but it's, uh, uh, here's some <clears throat> of the McDonald's ones. Yeah. They're from 1994. So. Yeah. And then here is the Batman ones that came out. These were part of the McDonald's, but they're Batman specific. Or at least that's yeah. what I saw, what I was looking at. So, yeah. Uh, talking about slammers. A couple different versions. Yeah. These are small plastic ones. Obviously, these are done by the Pog Federation, um, and they're they come in different thicknesses, right? But these are just plastic. Um, here's a good picture of a bunch of metal ones. I know um, a lot of people stopped using metal ones because it would actually damage the cart, the Pogs. It, even more. it would damage the Pogs, so, but yeah, and really people good, would actually. So, yeah. Yeah, because there's so many different ones, and, and artwork were pretty good on a lot of them. Um, people started collecting them. 
So, yeah. you know, you really didn't want to damage your collectible piece. Um, there yeah. are some that are still worth a lot of money. There's you now there's a lot that, that aren't worth anything, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's just, um, all different kinds, any kind of artwork you can find on them. You can you get, you can find them. Um, yeah. So it's, it just, um, it's just crazy hey, on, on what all, what all you find there. This is just a big so. pack of them, like our big, big stack, right? There's a bunch of Michael Jordans in here. Um, wearing the 45 and the 23. Um, I think that one at the bottom is somebody from a boy band, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, I don't listen to boy bands. So, I don't know he looks like either. he looks like he's from a boy band from the 90s. Um, and there's all yeah, kinds of all kinds of artwork, right? I'll show Megan that picture and see yeah. if she can tell me. Um, <laughs> yeah. these were actually I mean, pretty. These were actually pretty collectible too. I had an orange tube. Um, and it was pretty good size, uh, but getting the different colors and then you fill them up with stickers that you usually get with packs of pogs or whatever, you know, and then bam, you got a nice little place to put your collection in. Also very easy yeah. to help stack the pogs. Cause you could fill them all in there, turn it upside down and then pull it off. Yeah. Right. It'd be easy. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, you, there's, there's, like I said, there's an endless amount of different uh, artwork and stuff on them. So, um, it's any, anything that was around that era. Uh, we saw one with Beavis and Butthead on it. Uh, I've seen, you know, you had all your Marvel, you had your DC uh, characters on them. Uh, all the, all the sports had some. Um, but yeah, and movies. Uh, TV series, musicals, uh, just about anything you can, you can, uh, music groups and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just an endless, endless amount of different pictures you can find on artwork on them. So, yeah. And then, I mean, and I know you talked about how it kind of faded out or whatever, but <clears throat> there are a lot of people trying to bring these back in different forms of fashion, like Funko. <laughs> who adds a pog to every single one of their sodas. Yeah. The good thing about soda, that also tells you whether you got a chase or not. Right? Yeah. yeah. This one actually happens. Yeah, I mean, every single one of them. So I've got several thanks to Funko. I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. Um, so yeah, they, I, and, but those are things that I don't think the Funko ones, I mean, unless you're just getting a bunch of them, They'll never be played with. Nobody's ever going to play with those. Now, are they? Are they all? Are they the same size as those pogs back from the nineties? I mean, so because are... I don't have any from the nineties, they seem about the same size. Mm-hmm. Michael, you I have some from back then. I can't guarantee. Yeah, they're it. they're they're stashed away, and I couldn't get to them quick enough to to bring them out to look at them here. But we'll have to. But yeah, what I uh-huh. go back and check that to see because. Yeah, you know, just to see. Yeah, I, when I get a chance, I can pull them out and we'll, we'll I'll shoot pictures or something of them and, and send them, uh, post them in social media, so you can look at it. And if you if you happen to know if you're a collector and you happen to know if these are the same, let us know. Um, if I don't find out by the end of uh, this weekend, I will ping some people that I know will know, and I'll find out. Okay. So I don't yeah, have that's me in time to yeah, <laughs> find out tonight. So. 
Yeah, so that's the quick history of, of pogs. Um, and it... And it, I missed it. I missed out on it. I didn't, uh, you know, I was into, into trading cards and stuff like that, but um, I never got it. And then some of the, by the time I was getting out, uh, they were coming in. Uh, you get a like a, a little card with a couple of pogs on them that you punch out uh, inside my inside the baseball card packs or uh, basketball or, or football, whatever. Um, and then... Uh, I got it. Like I said, that's how I ended up with a few of mine, but um, I never really got into it at all to um, to do that. To so. be honest, Michael, it's probably with your with your uh, collecting habits with baseball cards. It's probably a good thing you did not get into these because it would just be another thing that you would have thousands of in your shoulder or in it, your closet. It would be life. yes, yes, it would be. Yeah. That's that's why I've got to hold back on certain things that I like that I uh, or I'll end up with a a million of them and yeah yeah and these being small it's real easy to get a lot of them real quick so mm-hmm. and then you'll be searching for the the slammers that you want yeah so it's probably it's probably a better thing that you didn't get into these <laughs> yes yeah so what'd you so, find out John the diameter of a pog is 1.6285 inches. 1.6285? Is that that's exactly what this is? I can tell just by looking at I, it. That's exactly I was gonna say this is very close to that. <laughs> a little, little over one and a half inches. So. okay. So I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I do remember I had I like I said I had quite a bit. I don't remember any specifics that I had. I just remember um, I had a couple metal slammers, uh, including one. Like I don't know if you guys saw the one that had the. It was like a razor, like a saw blade. blade. Yeah, I did have a mm-hmm. saw blade, um, and I had a couple others. I honestly couldn't even tell you how I got them because I don't think mom and dad bought them for me. Um, you want them at school? <laughs> probably. Probably most of my. I, I know most of my pogs that I had. I won or whatever. I mean. You're knocking over a stack of pogs. I mean, we would stack them up pretty high too, and then you knock it, and then it would they'd fall, and then yeah. Do Do you remember yeah. what um, what kind of artwork and stuff you had on yours, Andrew? I had all kinds of stuff. I had Looney Tunes. I remember having some with skulls. Uh, I had some Batman ones, uh, probably those Batman Forever ones, um, turtles. Uh, I, I had all kinds of stuff. Like it was a very, very wide range of things. John, you Nothing don't remember having like all this. No, I remember playing this a little bit, but we got into other stuff and Pogs was very short lived and pushed to the side. So I think whatever I had probably literally probably got into Andrew and just said here because as it came up, it was all of a sudden not cool for some of us. So. Yeah. It was yeah, it was more probably pogs to hacky sack or something like that, you know. Yeah, it, it was more hacky sack was big during that time too. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was more elementary, uh, middle school type kids. Yeah, because around that time I was in high school, John, you were junior high. 
about that. Well, that's why. So we that's were, why. With it, what Andrew said is Brownsboro, he, like, got rid of them in 1985. Do you even remember that happening in '85, Michael? '95. No, so, I, I, it was. It was kind of non-existent in the high school part, but I remember Andrew right. having so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was that was fifth grade for me. So. Mm. Yeah, fifth grade. Right in the um, height of that time, yeah. So that makes complete sense. Yep. As that was graduation for... The other way, but yeah. <laughs> for him, for Michael. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, your fifth grade, his graduation year, you know, I... I was you were eighth grade, going, John. Yeah, I was eighth grade going into high school after that, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think I I benefited from the fact that I was younger when those hit. So it it made a easy for us to get hold of, something for us to play with at school. And then they got banned. And then it was like, what's next? Okay. And, got got and banned and went to the black market there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do remember playing after. And I remember losing a lot of my stuff to, like, teachers because – we would still try to play. Um, and then I think it quickly went to like Pokemon and like Yu-Gi-Oh stuff after that. Like, but it was less because that's, and even like John, like magic uh, was hitting pretty heavy at that point too. Card games like that, but that's less, um, less violent because you're not slamming the slammer down. Um, right. on those things you're just you're playing a card game right i mean you get verbally really nice violent. see what your yeah. kids are yeah yeah so i remember like, a little bit of that stuff but not much <laughs> yeah so it's quite a bit it's i think it's a lot a lot different and the slammers were used like i remember people throwing them at people and yeah it's yeah probably not the best <laughs> so, especially if now. you have that saw blade ah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll cut you in half yeah, so, uh, but it was good. Uh, I, I I did enjoy playing uh, back then. I don't know if I would enjoy it now. I would be worried about damaging my shredder artwork. <laughs> I was gonna say now we're all about but, the artwork and stuff. It's gonna be. It's more. Up. It's more yeah. about collecting them now than playing the game. Is what it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't even. I don't even really display mine with my with my sodas. Like they stay. I usually leave them in the bottom of my soda can. They just stay in there. Yeah. Um, somewhere, somewhere. I have that one. Uh, the Beetlejuice was right there with my Beetlejuice for some reason, but I have all the others. I don't know where they're sitting. But they're right there so, somewhere. But these are definitely... I, I'm glad we finally talked about these because these are definitely one that falls on that list of uh, kind of fads, but still like still a fun kind of history, especially how it kind of grew really quickly. You mm -hmm. know? Things I feel like things things do that, you know. Um, and real like, I mean, these aren't. Let's say these really aren't toys. These are collectible, you know, kind of like baseball cards. They're not the same thing as the toys. They're they don't stick around as much like you know the turtles did or anything like that, where they're really long term. But these are fads, easy for companies to make. Throw them out there, have their branding on stuff, and then bam, on to the next thing. You're right. Yeah. So. And I'm sure they, they made plenty of money off of these things because as cheap as they are to make and yeah, and selling them 
for high yeah, dollar wonder, markup. Wonder, not a high dollar markup, but just it could make you make five for a penny and then you sell them for 50 cents, you know, and you got a lot of profit off of it. Right. Yep. So. All right. Uh, I think that's pretty much the history of pogs. Yeah, I was trying to see if I can figure out how much it costs to make a pog, but it doesn't know. <laughs> named named after passion fruit orange guava drink. Yeah, I learned that. I did not Hawaii. know that. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, so right. That's that's yep. passion fruit orange guava drink. Yeah, maybe our friends in Hawaii can go have some passion fruit orange guava drink while they listen to our podcast. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Enjoy. Um, all right. Well, uh, this is going to be kind of a short one because uh, easy, quick lesson. So uh, be sure you follow the social media accounts that John mentioned earlier um, and go check out all of our partner podcasts that we have over at Cross the Streams Media. Pretty much anything that you could possibly think of that you want to uh, listen to or find out about. Uh, there is a podcast for you out there um, and there's a decent chance that it's on Cross the Streams Media also. Um also, you can catch us uh, wherever you're listening to us now um, or Spotify, Apple, all those good places. Uh, you can check that list over on toyrewindpodcast.com, uh, which is also where you can find, I almost got away with not doing this, um, where you can find our beautiful list of rankings, which we need to do, guys. Andrew, Let's rank this. Andrew forgot <laughs> rankings. Oh, for yeah. A that's a... That's a. I will that's do a, that. I will give that. That's a for bingo a square. square. <laughs> that's a bingo square. I think that's, um, that's the first time I've heard that. But Andrew almost completely went through and forgot it. No, no, no. I think it is. A, I think it is a bingo square because I did it once before, early on. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I almost missed it. So all right, let's rank this. Do you guys want me to go first? Yeah, you sure. go first. All right. I love pogs. They're they're amazing. These are these are it's awesome. It's a great little game. It's uh it's fun. It's really fun to play, actually. It seems kind of weird, but it is fun to play. And I remember playing it's up there. It's it's two for me. Number two. John. Okay. Two? You're putting it at two? Yeah. <gasps> I gotta save it from the horrible rankings that y'all are about to give it. Here, let no, me go not ahead and do this. Really, because because the funny thing, the funny thing is, no, you can go back up. Uh, the funny thing is, is <laughs> me, it goes back into the board game deals. And board games are always big on my list uh, every time because it's up there. But I will actually give these a number two hassle. Also, <laughs> also they bring me out on that. Family podcast. <laughs> but two, also. Wow. <laughs> Michael, if you number say two, two, I will be shocked and surprised. No, um, I'm going to put this. I'm like Andrew. I'm going to put it same right under where he put his. I'm going to put it under Street Sharks, number eight. Jeez. <laughs> the your Street Sharks is number one. I, I, yeah, I like it as awesome. I, I'm looking at it as like a collectible type thing with all the, you know, it's like playing uh of trading cards i don't want to say playing cards yeah definitely, uh, trading, definitely. they're like trading cards that's the way i'll look at it um i'm not looking at it as a game like john looks at it and uh but uh, it's a game but, i think it's i think it's a collectible cool with all but it's the, also a game 
with with all I the different it's, it's the artwork to me is what I, I like about it with all the different ones. So yeah. So, so I think that's the great. that's the that's the thing that kind of tie all three of us together. We all look at the artwork, the great artwork that we that would display on would be on these things, but we all look at it a little different. I have the recollection of playing, having fun, um, doing that. Michael is looking at it the collector side of stuff, like and everything. John is looking at it in the game side, like the board game yeah. side. We're all looking at it a little different, and that's mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. We haven't. I don't think we've had a line that we've had been able to do that with. No. Why are you? Why are you, why are you confused, John? Are you thinking? No, I was trying to think doing? if we've had a line like that, but no. I mean, it's either been board game, it's been collectible stuff or stuff and something, but this one yeah. actually goes through every kind of single aspect of it. So, yeah, depending on who you are and how much you know. Yeah. Yeah. Go is. get you some pogs. Let's do this. Um, I want some pogs for Christmas. I need some pogs. Some. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. Dude, everybody get somebody pogs for Christmas. Yeah, just this is the collector in me just likes you, likes that. You probably get about a thousand for <clears throat> ten bucks. Probably so. <laughs> so um, all right. Well, that is that's pogs. We also ranked it. It was pretty good. You can find lots of slammers and stuff. I was looking at them on eBay, anywhere from three to like twenty bucks, depending on what you're really looking for. And the collectible side of it, um, I didn't actually look at pogs on there except for like big groups, uh, but they, you know, they range from different depending on what you're looking for. So, uh, still a pretty good collectibles item. Um, like I said, Funko's doing them. Um, I could actually probably, well, I know the pogs aren't going anywhere, but because of this pog, <laughs> I could sell this guy for quite a bit um, because it says you found a chase. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, it's really kind of crazy to think we've got 116 of these. I know we've slowed down as of late, but we are, uh, we're still cranking these episodes out and, uh, we thank you guys for everybody for listening. So thanks. Or watching or watching, uh, Michael, how's it going with the motor and Mondays? You've been able to get back to it. Uh, no, but, um, I've got a lot of stuff lined up. I just got to sit down and do it. So yeah, we'll okay. That sounds about so like you have a big everything. change in your life and stuff that slows down everything else for a little bit. So yeah, and uh, yeah, I just got to get back in another rhythm of things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, like I said, we might have slowed down, but we're still here. We're still trying to crank out these these podcasts and different content for all of our followers and our listeners. Um, so if you think we've disappeared, don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Um, we're all still here. And with that, on behalf of the Brothers Newland at the Toy Rewind podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.